Hi, and welcome to another episode of Real Estate with Howard Drew Karsh. For those who don't know me, a bit about my background is I'm one of the co-founders of the largest independent real estate brokerage in Canada with over 5,000 members. I've also been on the board of directors of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board for two terms. I've also sat on the board of directors of the Real Estate Council of Ontario, also known as RICO, which is the regulator for the province of Ontario for registrants. And I sit on the board of the company I co-founded. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the first podcast called Intro is a way to do that. One of the things about our podcast is it's not the, tradi- it's not the, tra- the traditional podcast. Um, our goal is to interview real estate agents, brokers, developers, uh, media people, and even some people outside of real estate, just interesting folks that we think you, you'd enjoy hearing. The one thing we find interesting in, in our conversation is what's the challenges these people had to overcome? Roadblocks, setbacks, rejection, failures, and then stay focused stay focused on their goal and and be intentional about where they want to go. Um, My own career um, in our our business was when when I started the company, I had never been a manager. And as we needed to manage offices, uh, I would manage um, different offices as we opened them. And then I also took on the role of president and broker of record for a few years. So I've done all that. And the thing I did in every part of that career was interview agents uh, and uh, see if they were interested in joining right at home and whether we wanted them to be a member of our company. And I probably interviewed and had over a 1,000 people. So uh, over that time, I got a really good sense of people who I thought would do really well. Um, mostly it's a gut feeling, um, and it, it's based on the experiences that I've had with other people. Um, our guest today, uh, Nicole Taylor, was, was one of those people I met in a kind of an unusual way. She was with our company, left our company, uh, and I called her to ask her why. And uh, at a relatively young age, uh, she decided to go out and open her own brokerage. And uh, Nicole and I have kept in touch. And and I think what I found fascinating is, you know, her sense of positiveness and uh, taking on the challenge of being a broker. So uh, I thought it'd be nice to invite Nicole. And uh, Nicole, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really am honored. Um, when you called me, I was I was literally fanning out because I right at home realty. I was there. I I love right at home realty. The only reason I even left was because I wanted to do my own brokerage. But if I didn't open my own brokerage, I'd still be there. But yeah, no, Howard, um, you and your founders and like your partners, what you guys created is amazing. And I just respect that. I'm obsessed with business. So that was one thing I was like, okay, oh my gosh, like, like this is a good person to know and to like talk to and hear your advice that you have for somebody starting in business. Well, I was really, I was, listen, I was really impressed that at, you know, at your age that you thought, you know. I can be a broker and I can take on those challenges and you've done well. So, um, you know, for me having you, you know, when we decided who would want to have on our podcast, I thought you'd be a great guest. So thanks for agreeing. Um, one of the things I find interesting with people is, um, the influences of, uh, where they're from, uh, and family. So do you want to talk a bit about, you know, family influences on you and, uh, you know, kind of your background? So my whole, most, most people in my family, they're entrepreneurs. Um, I grew up around business people. Uh, 
So my mom, she actually owns a mortgage brokerage, Taylor Finance, and that is a sister company to mine. Free um, plug. <laughs> sorry? A free plug. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she, <laughs> yeah, so she, um, she was a really big influence in my life in terms of business. And also my grandmother, my grandmother, she's owned restaurants, she's owned convenience stores. Um, she was a nurse for as long as I can remember so um and most of the people in my family are entrepreneurs so I grew up around that my my stepdad that my former stepdad um he was a boxer so we my, my little sister's godfather is Lennox Lewis um they really? were together they were wow. great friends still friends to this day so um yeah so, I, I've been around business and I just love it and I grew up in Virginia Beach. So that was okay. kind of like the fast-paced living that I saw. I grew up with and saw that. So okay. when I came back to Canada, everybody was kind of more conservative and I was still on that American time where it was like go 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 go. So yeah, I think that's where I got influenced with my business. It's just family and also my surroundings. And before real estate, I remember you did tell me you had other another business or other businesses. So yeah, you, you were so entrepreneurial before real estate right? Yeah. So before I, I didn't, so real estate wasn't in the cards. I didn't think I was going to get into real estate at all. Um, I had a property management and business, property and business management company. And um, the, the client, the big client that I had, um, they had a lot of real estate. So they mentioned, okay, if you were to get your license, then you can sell one of our properties. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, that's that's how I got into real estate. It wasn't by I grew up and always wanted to be a realtor. It was literally because I had an opportunity. Um, I love business and I was just like, why not? You know? So yeah, I got into real estate like that. Um now we're here. Okay. <laughs> here we are. And I, I remember we when we talked when we talked about when you were starting your own brokerage, um, most people in in this business, they they start in residential and they mostly stay in residential. Occasionally they'll go into commercial, but not necessarily quickly, let's say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I know that your your focus uh, is commercial, correct? Yeah. yeah, I I actually would rather do commercial than residential. Residential has been kind of the bread and butter over the years, mm -hmm. but commercial is my first love. Um, as I said, the company I was working with, it was a huge company. They had a big building. It was 2.5 million. That was one of my first sales. So can you imagine like yes. one of your first sales being a $2.5 million freestanding commercial building? That was, I was hooked after that. So um, <laughs> I, I love numbers. I yeah. love crunching numbers and doing strategy and um commercial was kind of where I wanted to be at but as any realtor knows like commercial is kind of it's a big situation uh re residential is probably easier to get like everyday type of thing but yeah commercial is where my love is okay one of the things about the business, and I guess it's every business, but in this case, we're talking the real estate business, is the importance of persistence, um, luck, hard work. Um, how, how have those things affected your career? Um, so I've always been an entrepreneur uh, since the day, like since as long as I can remember. So persistence um, has always been in my blood. So that. I don't know anything else. Um, luck, I think there's a corny saying, luck 
is preparation and opportunity meet together. That's 100% true. Okay. <laughs> you have to be prepared to be lucky. You know what I mean? Like, whether you're buying a lotto ticket or what, you still have to be prepared to go to the store and buy it, right? So anyway, I, I, do, I do believe that luck is opportunity mixed with preparation. And um, I've had that over my over my years, like in business, for sure. Um, so it's all about hard work. Like, to be honest, a lot of people this day and age, a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs, want to be business people, and they don't really know the necessary characteristics that it might take to survive. Mm -hmm. um, if you're willing to give up very easily, it's not for you. If you're willing to not, if you're willing to not get paid, then it's for you because sometimes you don't get paid and you're doing all this work and you're not getting paid. Um, if you want a secure situation, not for you. So yeah, I've always been up for that challenge. I, I that's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> well, it's interesting because you know that really answers the question. Anybody who goes into an entrepreneurial situation, real estate included, have yeah. to have a sense of uh, how they feel about risk. You know, risk averse or or good with risk. Um, I, I guess I related to you in, in as much as when I started um, the company with my two partners, I never started a real estate company, but there was just a gut feeling that it was going to work. I mean, I had a lot of respect for both of them. We got along very well. Uh, timing was on our side. Um, and so when I meet someone like you who decides that um, you're okay with taking the risk, I, you know, I, I always feel, uh, you know, I applaud you and I guess I empathize with that. So, um so you answered the question about risk. Um, yeah. What I, I, you did mention your, your mother and grandmother. Would, would you say those were the biggest influences in your life in terms of, uh, well, just about how you have an outlook about life or business? Hundred percent. My mom. So when I was thirteen, and I'll never forget this. Um, when I was thirteen, she looked me in my eye and she said, "Nicole, you can be anything you want to be." And uh, like we were in her room, um, she had a living room area in her room at, at that house. My mom likes to buy houses. So I'm just remembering that specific house. Um, we had this conversation and when she said that to me, I was like, I could be anything. And like, it just resonated me. Like it's resonated with me as a child. And I was like, okay, I, I really can be anything I wanna be. So um, that alone, just was powerful and it showed me that I don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer or something that maybe people go to school for a long time and like that's kind of the society's way of saying that you know you're successful whatever like um, a lot of entrepreneurs um they haven't you know finished school or they haven't uh they, they don't know any better than just street life or whatever the case may be but um yeah no when my mom said that to me I was kind of like you know what I can be anything. So that gave me power to do whatever I wanted to do. And I just went from that. And I always had this, like, I had no ceiling, like there was no ceiling in my life. I, I said, if I want to do this, I'm going to do this. And as long as I want to do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a problem since like accomplishing my goals, as long as I want to accomplish it. Cause it takes more than just saying you want to, it takes actual action. Right. And that, I think, is the thing that people who haven't tried their own business uh, don't understand those challenges. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you have to be 
someone who has uh, persistence, um, persistence through so many things and so many challenges, and it's not an easy road, but the satisfaction is unbelievable, right? I mean, uh, you, when you've accomplished what you set out to do, nothing, nothing improved, nothing's better than that. So, you know, I, I, I really understand what you feel. Yeah. I, and, I, and I relate to people who started their own business in the same way or, or real estate agents who basically have started their own business. Yeah. Um, here's something, a question about, and, and it's something that people have to deal with in, in our business different ways is loyalty. Um, loyalty in terms of clients. Um, you know, there, there are situations that agents run across where they had a client they thought would work with them and then they got a phone call. Hey, I'm excited. I bought a house. Disappointment. Yeah. Or you thought you'd get the listing and you never got the listings. Yeah. So uh, what's your experience with loyalty with your clients? So, okay. It, that's a weird question because uh, with my clients, I work exclusively with people and it's very loyal. Like they're loyal to me to a T. That's why I'm not a con conventional realtor where you'll see me on social media, post all my solds or all my, you know, my, my deals and stuff, because it's kind of like a personal thing between me and a person, um, which is my client. I don't, the, the service I give, and I'm, this is not to plug or anything, but the service I give is more than just, okay, we're doing a transaction. It's like, you become my friend, you become my associate, you become my responsibility. So um, all my clients, I would say like nine out of 10 and like 9.5 out of 10, they're loyal. And they call me back again and again if they have any questions or if they wanna do something else. Like, I think that they'll feel weird going somewhere else like after working with me because I've, I give such good service. So I think that loyalty is about the service that you give. It's about making sure that your clients are taken care of before you are. I think you're right. I think customer service, um, I, I'm really um, a student of customer service. When, when I call, I remember I called, uh, uh, we had to have, um, our heating system looked at and the people on the phone were so fantastic and i said uh you know i have to compliment you on your customer service yeah. people don't get a lot of that they don't get a lot of you know praise right. for that part of the business and i just think it's a like a crucial part to growing your business the way you described your relationship with clients clearly there's not an issue with loyalty so no so. i don't have like to me if anything they're very loyal i don't experience people jumping ship um, oh my God, I, I can't even give you an example where somebody was unhappy. Um, I'm lying. There's one example that somebody was unhappy. It was actually very recent to the point where recent to the point the deal was supposed to close January 1st, 2021. So a few days ago, right. um, the person was completely just uninformed about how real estate works and, um, without getting into it too deep, it was not my fault. I actually, you know, had to explain to them exactly like how it really works and what to expect from a broker or a realtor. And uh, that's that's behind me now, but yeah. Um, aside from that one client, I can't say that I've had like a, a bad experience with well, that, a client. Well, I think it's great. And, and when you do have those experiences, you're the broker of record. 
like there's exactly. no what they're not going to go to anybody else so you know. he was trying to say oh let me i'm gonna tell your office and i'm like i am the office <laughs> i'm I like let me let me let rico know what's going on so that way when you want to go above me right. which is rico yeah. <laughs> or trev yeah. then you know we can handle it there Good but i'm completely compared uh, prepared Good. Good for you. anything that happens because i know i do things right i i'm very serious about my business and as you know, Howard, when you have a business, you have to take care of it. Like there's no if, ends or buts. Like you have right. to make sure that the business is protected. So there's no pride. There's no nothing. It's about making sure that things are done right. All your ducks are in a row. Yeah. So. And, and that's what, you know, we've talked in the past. I know that you started your business with a really uh, smart approach to it, to, to do it right, uh, to protect yourself, to protect your clients, yeah. like, you know, the right yeah. things. Um if if a new agent, and I know you've partnered up with someone, so maybe this is a good question for you. Uh, if a new agent were to ask you, you know, for advice, mm-hmm. what, what's the advice you'd give them? You know, I mean, you're relatively new, but you're quite successful. So what yeah, would you give a new I'm relatively person? new. I've only been in business, a realtor, actually, uh, six, six years, five, almost six years. And I've been... Uh, had my own brokerage for two years so we're really new um it it depends on what kind of advice like when you say advice is it about advice about real estate uh well you know new people as you know when they come into the business a lot of misconceptions you know i guess the biggest one it looks easy from the outside but if they were to say nicole what what do i what should i do to be successful well there's a question to me and as i as you know i partnered with somebody i had an agent before but um whatever. Uh, This one, I told her, and this is actually my best friend. So it was very easy to give her advice and like, really advice that she needs to hear. Your database is going to be your, it's going to be your sales. You know, Um, for me, I work off 90% referrals, 90%. The 10% that I get from like, outside lead generation systems and stuff is nice. It's amazing. I love it. But the 90% is from people that know me that say, use Nicole, use Perfect. Nicole, call yeah. Nicole. Whether they know I love commercial, they know I only want to do commercial, but they're still calling their friends and saying, use her for a residential yeah. because they know the service that I provide. So my advice would be to say, make sure that your database knows about you, knows your services, and kind of just Keep in keep in touch with them and just make sure that they know that you're available to do good deals, advice. You know, uh, what um, your database. Okay. That's my number one advice. And I think it's great advice because sometimes people are looking for the new client when they've got all these warm leads that that are exactly. happy to talk to them. So so exactly. good, good warm advice. Warm leads are the best leads. Like the the hot leads are the ones that actually know you. Um, that are actually your that those are your billboards. Like those are your sounding boards that mm-hmm. will advertise for you even though you don't even know they're talking about you but those are the ones that will tell people you know what she's amazing you need to use her and I think that's a lot of real estate um a lot of real estate people they get most of their business from their own database right and I've always said when I was interviewing new people uh, I told them the ultimate goal in real estate is a referral business I yeah. mean, it, that's your goal. People calling you instead of you looking for business and you don't get there unless you provide really good service. Right. Exactly. And, and then you, and then you have lots. Exactly. Good. Well, um, what would be the biggest challenges you've had to overcome? 
uh, being a small name, being a, a new brand, being uh, not having the capital that a lot of businesses might start with. That was a challenge at first because I'm using all of my, I'm using owner's equity um, to fund everything. Um, also a challenge is, as I said, I've been in real estate six years, right? I opened a brokerage two years ago. So what do I really know about opening up a brokerage? So it's actually um, aligning with the right people to give me advice on what to do, you know? Um, that's why I really thank you, Howard, because I've been able to call you and ask you certain things and you've helped me um, in my journey. And then other brokers that I have on speed dial <laughs> and I just make sure that I, I have, support right. to say this is what I should do I I feel no way to call somebody and be like what should I do this what's happening what should I do I feel no way yeah. I mean the challenge is being new and um, not having the capital that maybe a lot of bigger brokerages might have or a franchise or something and then also fighting for the business when there's right at home realty or century 21 or like remax like that you're up against those companies that have the brand but it's about the person that you're trying you're trying to sell yourself and you're trying to sell like your agent so um I, that's the challenge it's also a numbers game when i started in the business uh i farmed an area and uh i really was uh really aggressive about farming i did all the right things notepads door knocking uh, yeah, you? you know everything and uh, I didn't expect business for two years because that was kind of what I read. So I never gave up and then it started to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but I was up against the same thing. I was up against people who farmed that area for many years. And, and it became a numbers game. The more appointments I got, the more business I got. So in your case, it's the same thing. You, you know, when we started this company, no one knew the name. So, you know, you, you, those are the harder years. Those are the grinding out years. But that really is the test of whether you're really committed, not you, but anybody. Yeah. Uh, but people will identify, you know, the best qualities in people. That it's, you know, real estate's a very important uh, part of anyone's uh, financial position. And when they, when they feel comfortable, you'll get the business. And if it's commercial, um, I think it's great because probably there aren't as many younger people doing commercial. I may be wrong, but, um, you know, that gives you a leg up because that, you know, you're more contemporary in some ways. So that, that was my thing. The, the other question I ask, because this is a result of COVID, is adaptability. Um, you know, everybody has, I love this line, and I've said it before because I just love it. It's from Mike Tyson, and it's everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And, and, <laughs> right? Uh, right? Oh, my gosh. And Len Lennox, Lennox Lewis probably knows that line better than me. Sure, he does. <laughs> okay. But, but um, you know, COVID came along, and, like, people were stunned. And, and you know, what did you do to adapt your business? Oh my God. I remember like it was yesterday. So I've been busy all year last, sorry, last year, 2020. Um, I've been busy. And then when COVID hit the way, the, the month I took it seriously was probably, I think it was April 1st, like end of March, April, like probably when everybody was like under extreme, right. like shock, like, shock. This is happening. If you yeah. didn't know about COVID before, you know about it end of April, end of March, beginning of April. So um, the way that I, it was weird because like the real challenge was, is making sure, 
I don't want to laugh, but this is nervous laugh, by the way, because like, it's not a funny situation, but um, the real challenge was making sure that you're protected, that you're doing protocol, your sanitizer, your PPE, PPE, right? So protective equipment. Um, and then also you're uh, making sure your clients are aware that this is what you have to do. So I had a fresh listing at that point. And this was like, I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Right. But my fresh listing at that point was it had so many showings, it was ridiculous. So I was like, okay, so people aren't really, this real estate's not dying. Like no one really is, no one, it's it's not affected. Real estate's not affected yet anyway. So um, the, the, the challenge was like the whole, you know, PPE, right. um, the whole disclosures when you're booking showings and when you're, having a listing and you have to make sure that people are you know adhering to the rules um making sure that showings are slowed down so only one person at a time can go in so there was like that type of right careful like, just basically caref that to, carefulness uh, worry about but other than that real estate was kind of still booming i guess you could say and it's crazy because uh, i mean interest rates are going down People were getting money from the government. Um, they were trying to move out of city and move to the outskirts. So people were listing their places like crazy. Um, they were buying like crazy because as I said, the interest rate was down and they wanted to move away. Um, it was just weird. So the way that I adhered to answer your question is, um, is to just go by the rules. And it was like, it was really a new normal for real estate. Uh, the open houses were limited. Uh, they were doing the lockdowns. I, I don't know how many lockdowns they did last year, but like a couple times they did a lockdown. And it was kind of like, yeah, this is what we have to do now. This is just our new normal. Crazy, you know, but. We all take the lockdown seriously. Obviously, we take all of these things seriously. Yeah. But I have to tell you, one of my Facebook friends posted this. She says, "I've you know I've had more lockdowns than relationships." <laughs> <laughs> that was a way to put humor on it. So the la the last question I have for you, which I think is a great one, is if you were going to tell your twenty year old self something, now you've got this experience, what would it be? Oh my god. To invest in real estate. Okay, good invest answer. Invest in real estate now. Good answer. Put all your money in real estate. No, honestly, honestly, I would. Because at that time, um, things would have been like at a price where right. crazy. Like you're gonna you're gonna win. And even if it was just to get that income every month or whatever the case, appreciation is real, guys. So I just yeah, I, I tell my 20 year old self to invest in real estate. I love your answer. Your answer really describes who you are. I mean, there's so <laughs> many different ways to answer. What would you, you know, a lot of people do it from an emotional point of view. Um, one of the, one of the best answers I thought was, uh, one of the podcasts that I listened to, um, yeah. is Matt Higgins. Matt is, uh, on Shark Tank and, yeah. uh, um, when when the question was asked, he was saying, you know, when you're in your 20s, everybody's concerned with what they look like, what they do. Everybody's thinking everybody's watching what you do. And yeah. he said, the truth is nobody gives a damn. You know, yeah. you know, you think they do, but at the end of the day, they don't. But I love your answer because it really describes who you are.
Yeah, and I don't mean it because I'm trying to do a shameless plug. I'm doing. I'm saying it because my money would have went to better use than like material things and bullshit, right. basically. Right? right, and that's kind of you know that's the growth part from twenty to yeah. to now. Yeah. So Nicole, I want I, listen. I want to thank you for your time. I know you're a busy uh, agent and and entrepreneur. Um, uh, it's been great to see you and you know meet you this way. And then, of course, you know I wish you all the best with your company. And um, I'm sure 2021 will be a great year for you. I, I'm sure you're geared up and ready for it. So uh, best wishes for that. Stay safe. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, anytime. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe. Also, you can reach us on the net at re with hd.com that's re with hd.com or by email info at re with hd.com we'd love to hear from you any comments or suggestions we really appreciate hearing from our viewers that's it for today's podcast i want to wish everybody safety stay healthy and we'll see you next time thank you